Hey, you're listening to Off the Record, 88.1 WKNC's Interviews Podcast. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes and never miss an episode. Enjoy listening. WKNC, that was On Luxury by Y Oak. And this is DJ Sparrow with DJ What's Her Face. We are broadcasting live from Wristband City at Hopscotch Music Festival. And with us right now is Y Oak. Hi. Hello. So we're here to have a nice little conversation. Um, You guys actually kicked off Hopscotch yesterday at City Plaza. How was that? It was great. It was beautiful. It was... The sun was setting. It wasn't too hot. I mean, it was horribly hot during our sound check, but the show had cooled off a little, and we weren't uh, we weren't really sure how many people were going to show up. But it was packed, and it just couldn't have been better. It was it was a really great night. Yeah, we had I think the, the lucky distinction of being the only band playing at Hopscotch that had no other band having a competitive time slot. Yeah, that's never happens. That's actually really fantastic. Yeah, Good point. No competition. Also, like playing. I said something about this on the internet, but playing at 7 p.m. and then going to see two amazing bands. Then I saw, so we played at 7 o'clock. We were done by 8. And then later that night, I got to see television and Lamb Chop, and I was seated for both of them. And I was like, man, this is my kind of festival right here. Yeah, like, adult, adult festival. Yeah, it's tremendous. So you guys just put out an album, which we were just listening to, Tween. And... So let's talk a little bit about how recording that was for you. We were talking a little bit before we got started. and uh, Yeah, uh, we put out Tween. When was it, Andy? I don't even remember. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I think it was released this May? month. Last month? No, May. May? I don't know. Jesus. I don't know how records are really released anymore. So No, uh, we, it was like early summer. Well, so the initial idea that we had was that we wanted to put out some songs in a somewhat low-key, surprise fashion in advance of our summer tour, which, you know, we just finished up. Um, And we had a bunch of material that uh, was sort of homeless and uh, albumless that we had been working on over the years in between the last couple records we made um, between Civilian and and Shriek. Um, And so we had all these songs and we uh, we rediscovered them and kind of were listening back to them and uh, realized that we still liked them. And that's... Shockingly. Shocking, yeah, considering how quickly we tire of things. And so we decided to finish them up and and put them out. Um, And throughout the the process, we just realized we had more of them than we thought initially we were going to put out, like an EP. And um, it just kind of grew and grew and grew until we realized we kind of had a record on our hands. So did you expect this record to get the amount of attention it has gotten? No, not at all. In fact... It almost wasn't even something we wanted to happen. Because <laughs> the songs were so old, we weren't really sure how we felt about them. But yeah, fortunately, they, we, we've been really enjoying playing them live, too. So, all the better. Yeah, you wouldn't expect there to be internal discussion with a band of, like, how can we do this and, and um, not draw attention to ourselves? That's sort of our style. <laughs> it's like trying to shoot for that middle zone where, like, we... We really, it's not that we're unambitious per se, I think, I think like musically and creatively we're very ambitious with what we do, but as far as, um, like we, we have a little bit of an idea of what, um, 
keeping something very large, like a very large, very popular band afloat would require. And I don't think that we consider ourselves to be that kind of band. <laughs> Which band are you talking about? Yeah. No, I mean, just like not that we've been in a band like that, but rather that like we've seen it, we have, you know, and like we know, sure. we've witnessed it with friends and with, you know, bands that we admire. And I think um, we're kind of more like shooting for the almost the like the like Yola Tango model almost of like long term sustainability and creative freedom more than like trying to and basically like keep a giant juggernaut band afloat somehow um and so it kind of we do kind of like as weird as it is we do kind of have those conversations where we're like you know like how do we frame this as what we want it to be and like shoot for what we want as opposed to just like the bigger is better model yeah it is better to fade out <laughs> no singing, no. no singing on the radio interview. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So, Jen, you live in North Carolina now, and how do you guys maintain a band with such long distance between each other? Oh, it's the uh, internet. Yeah, the internet exists, so it really is actually very easy. Um, no, it's it's weird. I mean, there's aside from being able to record and send things back and forth, we both have like home studios and our relatively decent at capturing ideas and producing ourselves at this point um so that's that's not very very difficult very tricky and i actually kind of prefer it because it's nice to have some time and space to work on ideas independently before you bring them together into the same space logistically as far as touring um it requires one of us to drive back and forth between north carolina and texas uh which is something that i've become very familiar with and and so has andy over the course of the past yeah we've gotten this like west texas to east coast drive to this science where it's like i know all the the like jackson mississippi hotels that i can stay in the exits where there are starbucks in alabama (laughs) yeah like Um, how have i been to the starbucks in odessa texas more than like (laughs) 10 times in the last yeah, <laughs> the last one we did at the end of this tour, I drove. I drove from Austin to to Durham, and um, it's you know it's roughly about twenty four hours of driving split up over two days. And so, um, you know, I, I kind of have like we said, we kind of have it down to a system. And uh, I, I do a lot of podcast listening, a lot of music listening, a lot of f- headset phone calls with friends. So you know, I'm, it, the time actually moves relatively quickly. And um, but this time day one about two hours into the drive i dropped my phone into a cup of water and destroyed it and i did the rest of the drive with nothing no i mean whatever like weird christian radio that i could pick up and my own horrible thoughts did you have to use a map like no no i actually knew the drive at that point oh wow need the directions as much which is helpful i mean there were times like when i was in um meridian mississippi trying to find dinner and without yelp was like how do people live yeah, How touring, do they do it? Touring musician in solitary confinement. Yeah, it was it was a very uh, I'll say meditative. It was a meditative <laughs> experience. It was a nightmare actually, <laughs> but I survived, so it's cool. Just gotta get past the crazy. Yeah, it was very. It was a lot. It was a lot of crazy. And at the end of a tour too, you go from like never being alone for weeks, ever, to complete and utter solitude. It was pretty abrupt, but you know, I got here. I survived. So what did this past tour look like? How was it for you all? Um, it was a blast, actually. We have toured so much over the years that um, 
you know, we have we have a pretty good system going, but this one, I think this one was actually pretty special for us because we split it up into uh, three legs of about two weeks, which allowed us to go home in between and visit our lives, visit our lives, uh, drop in on our lives like and tourist. see how they're doing. Yeah. Um, and as as uh, much of a logistical nightmare that can be it actually was i think the thing that um was a lifesaver like we every we there weren't any shows where we were just dragging like every every time we were out we were relatively fresh we were excited to be doing it we had a great crew of people with us and um yeah when you do this professionally you have to figure out strategies to not go insane um and we uh you know we, we it took us a little while to figure that out um over the years but through trial and error we're, we're 10 years in with this band and, and I think we've finally gotten to this stable point of you know um, uh, sustainable touring practice and, and knowing how to how to make this band work that we're both happy and fulfilled in our lives yeah I mean different things work for different people but um, I think at this point like 10 years in we've kind of found what works for us which is a relief to be honest <laughs> And it seems you guys' um, sound has changed a lot over the years. You started out being, I guess I would call you more indie folk, and you've incorporated a lot more like synth and electronic elements into your music. What kind of accounts for that? I mean, I didn't get into music to like not be creative, you know? Like I think the whole point of this for us is to to discover new ways of reaching the same place. I mean, it's always been a very song-oriented and like pop song-oriented project, so there's a an extent to which, you know, that is a form that we have chosen for ourselves. But within that form, um, the whole point of it for us is to explore. Um, and, you know, there are, there are obviously limits to that that we put in place for ourselves. I mean, the fact that we're a two-piece band is one of them. And um, playing in a particular style with a particular, you know, set of tendencies songwriting-wise. But, like, within that, I just don't see the point of making anything if you're not trying to, like push yourself, challenge yourself, and um, do something that you've never done before. I, I don't really see the point in that for us. Um, so, you know, it's what we do music for. It's what excites us. It's what, you know, we uh, are most inspired by. And so that's, you know, always going to be, I think, a part of what both of us put out into the world. Well, what you put out into the world certainly is magical and beautiful. Oh, and thank I, you. Your music is great. Thanks. Um, thank you. Yeah, unfortunately, we're going to have to tie it down. You have another interview to run to, it Dude, sounds like. Trying to work it here at Hopscotch, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, uh, if you're listening in, this is 88.1 WKNC. We are interviewing White Oak right now at Hopscotch Music Festival. Um, and thank you for having us, or being here with Thanks us. Thanks for being had. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, problem. Thanks for having us. Up next is some more White Oak. This is Watching the Waiting. You're listening to 88.1 WKNC.